Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Bad Company on Rock 102. It's the Back Stephen Dave Show, and once again, Back's out. Sick. Hopefully to return tomorrow, right? Yeah, I don't think he's sick, but that's okay. <laughs> he's just having a good time. Uh, hey, listen to this. We got a case of a well-known restaurant, both in Massachusetts and nationally, over-serving customers by a wide margin. They're in trouble. We'll get well, to that a little bit later. Mostly because national restaurants don't usually over-serve anything. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in this case, it was just the amount of drinks. It may not have been that each drink was enough in and of themselves, like you're saying. Yeah. But you pile up enough of them, you got a problem. That's right. And uh, also later on this morning, we'll be talking with uh, two folks from the Iron is it Iron Duke Brewing. Yes. There's an event going on there, and it's a it's a fundraiser, and we'll tell you all about it coming up in uh, in just a little bit. It's five thirty six with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. I've struck gold. Grab the prize. Hit the jackpot. Ding 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 ding. Rolling Stones on Rock one hundred two with back Steve and Dave minus the back's part for one more day. He'll be back at it again tomorrow. Good morning. Uh, it is uh, time for Hollywood Trash, which is brought to you by. Uh, Aqua Pump. Aqua Pump is an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. House. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, the rumors are unfortunately true. Naomi Judd, one half of the iconic country music duo, the Judds, reportedly died by suicide after Mm. years of struggling with mental illness. Uh, The daughters, Wyonona and Ashley, said they lost their mom to the disease of mental illness in a statement released on Saturday. On Monday, multiple sources told people that the 76-year-old music icon had killed herself. No further details were provided. You know, Steve, there should be two different classifications of this one suicide and another i guess self-euthanasia maybe you get to the end of your life and your life is so compromised that you don't want to be a burden to family members anymore right i know this is a discussion that's gone on forever yeah i'm not sure how what happened though yeah i, like, know. I don't know if that was the cause or, yeah. or not yeah. i mean it sounds like she was really struggling with her own mental illness right. versus uh her own personal choice to yeah you know it's let a, things go it's a sticky situation it's like uh how do you regulate it how do you allow it i, t- I told you i saw the judds uh front row really at the new york state fair oh yeah back in like 1990 <laughs> I bet they were great. Garth Brooks opened for them. Yeah? That's how uh, young of a guy. He had this song called Friends in Low Places. Sure. I don't know if you ever heard of that Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and, and it shows you how big they were. Yeah. Yeah. That that Garth Brooks was opening up for them, even though he was just getting started, I guess. Yeah, that was when he just came on the scene. Yeah. So... Uh, Real-life self-identifying vampires have concerns about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly's blood drinking. They said they should be tested for diseases and blood-borne illnesses and should leave blood withdrawals to medical professionals. Wait a minute. Strike that. Reverse it for a minute there. Did you say real-life vampires? Self-identifying vampires. Okay, self-identifying. Well, it's... uh, Come on. It's it's just like anything, Dave. Uh, It's not, like, cartoonish. Like what everybody thinks vampires are, this is some real heavy hitting stuff about the vampire 
you know, uh, the whole culture, the life, the culture of it. Yeah, yeah. So these people actually believe in it, and and they have some justification for their their behavior. I guess, I guess so. Well, they they apparently have lines that can't be crossed. Wow, you shouldn't be drinking anybody's blood. Well, I'd love to hear from some self identifying vampires. If you're listening to us this morning, feel free to call in. Uh, I know a couple of bloodsuckers that listen to this show, but I'm not sure about vampires. <laughs> We're not talking about lawyers. Yeah. Uh, Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's 1962 Happy Birthday, Mr. President dress last night at the Met Gala. She mm. borrowed it from Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Orlando and had to lose 16 pounds to get it to fit. Wow. Uh, you borrowed a dress from a museum? Well, I don't understand why a museum is even loaning out a dress like that. Well, that's an art. That's a valuable artifact, man. You get yeah, it's not like the one Marilyn Monroe wore to the Kennedy Center uh, right. for a dinner. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like dinner and a show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. The axe Jack Nicholson used in The Shining sold at auction for one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars after twelve bids. It's made of foam and resin and is displayed in a shadow box with photos from the movie. You spent $175,000 and it's not even real? Wendy, it's just a f- I'm yeah. home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. And is that maybe the the most famous movie weapon of all time other than maybe like the knife in Psycho in the shower scene? I'm trying to think of others that what like iconic things? Well, iconic weapons from movies. Uh, probably one of those guns from the Terminator. You know the yeah the whatever that shotgun thing yep. that they were using. I could see that. And then uh, I bet you the knife in Goodfellas when they're stabbing the crap out of what's his name Billy Bats in the Good back call. of the back of the car. Good call there. Probably a yeah. lot of them there. Yeah. Uh, Spinal Tap drummer Rick Parnell died over the weekend. Hmm. He was 70 years old, although his character died at the end of the 1984 movie. This is Spinal Tap. He continued to record and tour with the band. Well, so is he like the least known member of that band? Uh, I mean, I knew him because he died at the end of the movie. Right. That was uh, the thing, and I didn't realize that he did continue with the tour. It's funny how they, they can create a whole culture around something that was a joke. Right. And and actually sound pretty good at it, too. Pass it off as real. Kind of yeah. like self-identifying vampires. That's true. <laughs> I'm just saying. Metallica guitarist Kirk Hammett has been sober for seven and a half years, and he credits that for bringing his brain and memory back. Hmm. He said as he doesn't even feel 59 years old, and he still hasn't peaked creatively or creativity. I can't even say that word. Creatively? Creatively. I wanted to say creativity, but it's creatively. Well, I don't feel like I'm my age either. I'm, you know, in that same ballpark. So I, don't know, I think a lot of people are like that. Uh, I guess it's all how old you how old you make yourself feel. Yeah. Uh, universe. Uh, that's not a that's not a good one. I'm just trying to get to the end of this uh, this <laughs> thing here. <laughs> just time it out to the end of the music so we can get to the 102 yeah. second sports. Uh, Johnny Depp's bodyguard testified yesterday that he saw Amber Heard punch Johnny. Hmm. She uh, she really did a number on him. She really did beat the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah. They, they you know, you always kind of tend to believe that the guy <laughs> is the bad one in a relationship. I think there's no question that she's the bad one in this relationship. Yeah, she's uh, she's pretty toxic, and mm-hmm. and the the whole thing with the feces on the bed and mm-hmm. and all these other stories. That you see, and her recording him, 
getting upset, but she's antagonizing yep. him. Yep. And he's getting upset, but at no point does he in any of those videos does he hit her. No. no which is what she was trying to trying to do. You can't take the bait, Steve. Yeah. Uh, did you <laughs> see that other clip that they did where where she's he the lawyer asked Johnny, "Well, you're uh you're much bigger than than Amber." Ooh. And he goes, "I wouldn't say that." Good for him, and man. Then the, and then the meme yeah. on the on the internet was uh she just heard, I'm fat. That's all she <laughs> yeah, heard. Right. Typical woman, right? Yeah, and that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. The following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6.01 on Rock 102. Highs in the low 60s today with clouds. We'll have some rain for tomorrow. The weather brought to you by 413 ProTint. For tinting on your vehicle, home, or business, call 413 ProTint in Springfield today. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. (laughs) Starting with hockey, not a good start for the Bruins last night in the playoffs. They lost to Carolina. As the Hurricanes beat the Bees 5-1, to one. other action last night, the Kings, Leafs, and Blues all winning game one of their series to go up one zip. Speaking of the Blues, their affiliate here in Springfield, the Thunderbirds, with a number two seed in the AHL playoffs and a first-round bye, will get into action next week. In basketball, the Celtics Bucks resume their series tonight at 7 Elsewhere in NBA playoff action last night, Miami over Philly and Phoenix over Dallas. So both the Suns and the Heat taking one nothing leads in their series in the second round. Baseball, the Red Sox will be hosting the Angels tonight at 7. Yesterday in big league ball, the Yankees beat Toronto 3-2. Yanks with the best record in baseball. The Mets lost 5-2 to Atlanta, but the Mets still have the second best record in Major League Baseball. And at the Penn Relays in track and field, a record in the 100 meters for a 100-year-old sprinter. Lesser right is coming down hard in lane eight. The man from Shore Athletic Club, 100 years young, takes the 100-meter title. Lesser right goes 26.34. 26 seconds, .34 in the 100 meters for a 100-year-old guy. Pretty good, and he's not even a vampire. That's it for your 102-second sports on Rock 102. This is W8. Van Halen on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Backs out today and weather, eh, cloudy, I guess, today. Cloudy. And we're looking for self-identifying vampires. Did I are- did I mess that up before we went on the air? Was I supposed to do the song and then you were supposed to do the weather? How was that supposed to work? No one knows, Steve. I get confused <laughs> no, sometimes. No, no one knows. Um, we are looking for self-identifying vampires, though. If you want to call us and if you're one of those, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, so we read that uh, story in mm-hmm. Hollywood Trash about how uh, people who are real vampires mm-hmm. are opposed to the whole Megan Kelly and, uh, or no, Megan Fox and right. Machine Gun Kelly uh, drinking each other's blood. Right. They say it's uh, not the right way to do it. So now I'm like, looking up this thing. There's an article. This has been going on for a while. This uh, From Twilight to the Vampire Diaries, vampires are everywhere, and we've really come to love our famous fanged friends. We have? 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, we have. Real-life vampires, however, don't have it so easy, as MTV's True Life explored. Uh, This is from about five years ago. Mm -hmm. People who self-identify as vampires are often misunderstood and find themselves hesitant (laughs) to reveal their identities to others, even in critical situations involving social workers and healthcare professionals. Shocker, they're misunderstood, these vampires. Okay. These uh, academics of the uh, Idaho State and the uh, College of Canyons researchers shed necessary light on secretive, little-known community and the challenges it faces. Now, Mm. none of the 11 participants answered questions in a way that would indicate any kind of abnormal psychiatric histories or below-average levels of functioning. Still, they had assumed their uh, vampire identities uh, for an average of 14.2 years. They were extremely hesitant to disclose their lifestyle information to health professionals. I guess uh, you know, with the culture, uh, we were talking yesterday about Twilight and and uh, and those other movies mm-hmm. that people really get into this. And I told you about a group of ladies that I know that would like dress up and mm-hmm. they'd go all the way down to these conventions yep. in New Jersey and mm-hmm. drink margaritas at the hotel bar while trying to get Robert Pattinson's picture. Right, and Pattinson's that, picture. Yeah, and by the way, what those margaritas I'm sure had sort of a blood theme, like a yeah. red margarita, probably right, just because uh, that's what they do. Uh yeah yeah right? pretty much the whole deal yeah yeah, yeah. well um, I never I never met a vampire or maybe I have yeah I mean I told you I've met some uh, blood sucking women out there but that's about it <laughs> yeah you and me both uh, and is there a difference between um, vampires and goth I mean there is right I don't know that's what I'm trying I'm confused about whether or not it's just a uh, I don't know like a spawn of the goth thing or yeah, people who wear fangs. They, right. they, they, they're talking about people who wear very dark clothing and trench coats right. and things like that. Yeah, Are all goths vampires or are all vampires goths or no. does that not necessarily apply both ways? What is it? All vampires are goths, but not all goths are vampires. <laughs> okay, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, it. I'm speculating. Yes, we need a little help if there's anybody out there. So, uh, But this doctor says there are a lot of different kinds of lifestyle vampires, but the key feature is they relate to or incorporate in some way the persona of the vampire. These are some uh, of the people who have a nocturnal lifestyle wearing black clothing and sporting things and and those kind of things. The real vampires, as opposed to the lifestyle vampires, are the subset more likely to be misunderstood by the general public. See, it's just a misunderstanding, Dave. You're just not understanding why somebody would want to do this. But if you you are a vampire or you know a vampire, give us a call. Yeah, have you seen... I mean, there's serious vampire movies and then... There are comedies about vampires. Have you seen What We Do in the Shadows? No. It's it's really funny. My, it's one of my son's favorite things to watch on TV. I think it's on FX. You have a son? I do have a What's son. What's his name? <laughs> I don't even remember. It's been so long since yeah. I talked to him. No, it's my son Dash, and he and uh, Val love What We Do in the Shadows. And you'll recognize some of the actors in that, by the way. I probably would. Number to reach us, 239-1021, or 293-1021. Might help if we unblock the phones this morning. All right. Well, we can take some calls. I don't think anybody's calling right now. There is somebody calling right now. Uh, But (laughs) going back to to these folks, not all of them consume blood. Right. See, that was the the thing. But those who do cite their need for extra energy as the uh, impetus. Impetus? (laughs) What? What is that word? Got me swinging. So you don't even know either. (laughs) I don't even know anything I'm doing. All right. Ready to go to the phones here? Let's do it. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hello. Oh. Oh, yeah. Hello, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Rob. Hey, What's Rob. What's up, Rob? 
okay, I, I'm not a self-identifying vampire, but if you find one, ask them if they stay inside all day and just go out at night. That's what I want to know. Yeah, why? Because otherwise they burn, right? Yeah, I mean, they got to stay inside. Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying a lot of these people are nocturnal uh, creatures. Mm -hmm. They don't come out until dark. So you know what? We don't they even don't... know they exist. By the way, they... By a mirror. Am I, I going to see him? Yeah, maybe. All right. Thanks for the call, man. By the way, they only come out at dark. I think the name of an Edgar Winter album, if I'm not mistaken, with Frankenstein on it. Oh, is that what yeah, it was? I think huh. so. Uh, they say also, in some ways, it hurts the real vampire community because that's what people's interpretation of vampires come from, the whole blood drinking thing. So mm -hmm. the people who actually do do it are very safe Oh, okay. Uh, when they do it. Yeah. So can the general public lessen the stigma around vampirism? Mm. This doctor hopes so. The message is to not take things at face value, but to be more aware of our stereotypes and judgments and maybe focus on some commonalities that people have. I don't really have a, anything in common with a vampire. Mm, no. Uh, best vampires of all time, uh, Tom Cruise, Wesley Snipes. Uh, what was Wesley Snipes a vampire in? Uh, what was the name of his... Um, to look that up. Um, Blade, right? Blade. Oh, that's Blade? Yeah. I never saw Blade. No? That's pretty no. good, actually. Yeah. So if you're looking for some vampire flicks to bone up on your vampirism, you could do those. Um, comedy, as I said, What We Do in the Shadows, which is a series on FX. Very funny. Yeah. Um, who else? Was it Frank Langella, I think, was a, a comedy vampire in Dracula years ago. Yeah, maybe. And he was... <laughs> He was once married to Whoopi Goldberg. Let's not forget that, Frank Langella. Oh, you know, circling back to that actor we were talking about yesterday mm -hmm. who played uh, who played Neil in Dead Poets Society. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert, uh, Robert Leonard. Robert Sean Leonard. That was it. Okay, so yeah. Robert Sean Leonard was also in a movie called My Best Friend is a Vampire. Yes. Do you remember that yes. one? Where yes. Where he was uh, drinking blood and then he had to get pig's blood and, <laughs> and all that stuff? Yes. That was a, that was a good movie. There See? you go. See, it comes full circle. We yeah. talk about people, and then they pop up again later in the week. Uh, there's also a great uh, vampire, uh, like rom-com, actually. Uh, you know, I mean, there's all sorts of vampire sub sub movie headings, and in in vampire rom-coms, there's a very good one, and I can't remember the name of it right now, but it'll come to me, and maybe somebody else has some suggestions on good vampire movies to watch. What what's rom-com? Romantic comedies. Oh, I'm sorry, I <laughs> wasn't up on the. <laughs> The new lingo. Well, that's that's what the ladies want. Is that what you learned from the dating that you're yeah. dating recently? Yeah. I've learned this new, oh, it's rom-com. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Scores big with the ladies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, not all of them, I guess. No. Know. And it's got to be certain rom-coms, by the way. Um, I have like a, a small um, amount of romantic comedies that I'll watch. And some of them are just too schmaltzy. I won't watch them. Um, some of them are pretty good. Um, there was one with... Uh, Hugh, what's his name? The the Aussie, the Aussie actor who was in... Uh, Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman and Meg Ryan. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the name of that one. That's pretty good. If you're looking for rom-coms that are acceptable for us guys. Yeah, Meg Ryan, uh, have you seen her lately? Yeah. Know, I'm not really uh, falling in love with that anymore. You know no, what I mean? A little too much Botox. <laughs> well, she was dating Mellencamp. Yep. They were going to get married, mm -hmm. I think, and then they, they must have broke it off. But uh, she looked just like Mellencamp. They were like twins. Yeah. Yeah. She, with with yeah. all the plastic surgery she's had and everything. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's well, crazy. A little too much. Kate and Leopold, by the way, the name of the movie with Meg Ryan 
and Hugh Jackman. I never saw that Very one. Very good. No. I mean, again, if you've got to be subjected to a romantic comedy, Kate and Leopold, not bad. Very funny. I will take your word for it. <laughs> it's, it'll it come is. in handy for you someday, Steve. I'm telling you. It's uh, coming up on 618 at Rock 102. Spring is in the air, and to welcome the new season... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's uh, 625 with Lenny Kravitz on Back Steve and Dave. Yes, and Back's out again today. He should be back tomorrow. We're taking some phone calls on those movies here. Rock 102, hello. Hey, good morning. This is Jeff in the car. How you doing? What's up? Hey, just two quick movies. Uh, rom-com, Notting Hill, and then Lost Boys. You guys are forgetting about Lost Boys. Notting Hill with Hugh Grant, right? Yep. And Lost and Boys then- with Kiefer Sutherland? Correct, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Well, we forgot right. those. Sorry. Yeah. All right, man. Sounds yeah. good. Have a great day. You Bye. too. All right. Uh, number to reach us is uh, 293-1021. Uh, he's doing different categories of movies there, by the way. He had rom-coms, but then he hit... Lost Boys is not a rom-com. That's a vampire movie. So mm. two different categories. And by the way, I mentioned that um, rom-com that's also a vampire movie, Warm Bodies. Pretty good, actually. But how is The Lost Boys a comedy? It's not. I think he, uh, was, he was going on yeah. vamp- vampire flicks. And, oh. and rom-coms. I was going to say, if you're doing romance, you could do uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner. <laughs> I suppose anything is a romantic comedy. Where, they, if you, <laughs> where uh, Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For You was oh. the big video. Oh. What a piece of crap that song was. No huh? kidding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You got to be uh, bat crap crazy to like that song. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, it's too big a price to pay. I mean, I'll watch certain rom-com mm-hmm. movies. I'll listen to certain romantic songs, but I won't listen to that one. Uh, Today I Learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for Today I Learned. With back Steve and Dave, Rock 102. Uh, Today I Learned, uh, my favorite comedian, Steve Martin, hosted SNL for the first time uh, when he did that. His father published a negative review in a local realtor newsletter he worked at saying his performance did nothing to further his career. Wow. I mean, even if it even if it's true, do you post that as the father of a son? Uh he had a very rocky relationship. I I uh, I I read his book, mm-hmm. uh, Born Standing Up. Okay. And he he went through hell. Like mm-hmm. his his father was abusive. Mm. He uh he didn't really get along with him very well. It's yeah. funny to see somebody like that who's so out there and open to have suffered through years of abuse by by a, by a man. Well, and look, in situations like that, the child's always correct. The, the parent can't be correct when they're abusing their child, especially later in life like that, when their child is an adult. At some point, whatever might have happened, yeah. you know, you got to drop it at that point. And the child is innocent anyway. Well, there are people who, you know... the who can't get over the successes of their of their own children. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad said to me one day, I was uh, years ago when I got my first radio job yeah. and I was playing the air check tape. Yep. And it was like, it was nothing. It was just me bumbling up words yeah. and call letters and, and introducing crappy Brian Adams songs and, and things like <laughs> that. But you were like proud that. to be on the air, proud to have well, a job. I was job. happy about yeah. it. And then, uh, you know, he had come back from his, uh, they would spend like half the year in Florida and half the year up here. So he'd mm-hmm. come back up here and then mm-hmm. I was uh, playing the tape for him. And uh, he's like, wow, you're just so full of yourself, aren't you? Jeez. And I was like, you know, I just like got this job. Yeah. Like I was really excited about yeah. it. 
So thanks a lot, Dad. And now he's dead. So who's the real winner, huh? Huh? Am I right, Dave? Am I right? A little dark for you? Can't Too argue. Dark? Can't argue with you. And that is today I learned with Max, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Coming up next in the news, a lawsuit against the Basketball Hall of Fame. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Oh, I gotta push the button. Here's the problem, Dave. We're on the air still. Oh, we are. <laughs> I took, I'm, I took I'm my so head... used to not pushing the button because Bax always sits I know, here. right? It's uh, it's 628 <laughs> at Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. We'll have cloudy skies this morning with a few showers rolling in later on. Then this afternoon we'll have off and on showers, periods of light rain. Temperatures will top off near 60, then we'll cool into the 50s as we get into the afternoon and evening. Light rain and showers will end the first half of tonight. Then we'll have partial clearing. It'll become breezy and cooler with temperatures in the 40s. But tomorrow, we'll have partly to mostly cloudy skies. It's going to be black blustery and chilly with highs in the mid-50s, nothing more than a stray shower. For Thursday and Friday, clouds and sunshine. It'll be breezy and chilly, though. High temperatures only in the low to mid-50s. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. When you find a job you love, you never work a day in your life. That's exactly what happens when you work at Pioneer Valley Arms. You love firearms, and they would love to talk to you about their open positions. Call or stop in at Pioneer Valley Arms, 50 Shaker Road, East Long Meadow. Is your old bathtub looking a little cattywampus? Are you frustrated with an outdated shower that's impossible to keep clean? <laughs> you need to call Yankee Home. With Yankee Home, custom baths and spacious walk-in showers are finally affordable for everyone. And your new bath can be installed in as little as one day with a never cattywampus guarantee. Call Yankee Home right now and mention Rock 102 and you'll get $1,400 off plus free safety bars and custom shelving. A Memorial Day sale all month long. Time is limited, so call Yankee Home right now. Back in the day, when I was a plumber, I wasn't able to see numbers on a page anymore. I had to start wearing glasses. My glasses would fall off, they would fog, I would lose them, I couldn't see in the morning. Hey guys, this is Dean Rowan, co-founder, co-owner of Treehouse Brewing Company. All those crazy things that happen when you're wearing glasses happened to me. I spoke with my wife and she said, go see Dr. Balin. And I met with Dr. Balin, found out I was a great candidate for LASIK surgery, and I had my new eyes within a week. Honestly, the surgery was painless. I wish I'd done this years ago. I could wake up in the morning and see my beautiful wife. Dr. Nancy Balin has completed over 8,000 successful LASIK procedures. Special financing is available with approved credit. Dr. Nancy Balin, the Balin Eye and Laser Center, online at BalinEye.com. And now, when I'm in the shower, I can see I'm not worried about using my daughter's product and turning my hair, well, what's left of my hair, pink. 631 at Rock 102. It is time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And here is Dave Coombs. From SpringfieldMass.com, a website, news about a civil lawsuit against the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. This Ooh, is a, yeah. juicy details. Yeah. Give me all the details. This is a civil lawsuit scheduled for trial in November of this year. It'll be in Hampton County Superior Court. It was filed... August 5th, 2019, in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Superior Court. But it's coming to light now, again, through SpringfieldMass.com. I'm reading from their website and a press release that they sent out. The suit alleges that the Basketball Hall of Fame and its attorney conspired to illegally shift several million dollars in costs for refurbishing that leaking sphere roof at the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And instead... They used the money to fund some 
privately owned unit owners and their tenants located in their own separate freestanding buildings on the lot that the Basketball Hall of Fame owns. Ah. The suit further alleges that prior to being notified by the Basketball Hall of Fame and the condo association, which they control, they'd be assessed for the sphere panels that I was talking about and the LED lights. And not only that, but there was a subdivision to the commercial condominium unit that's on the property at the Basketball Hall of Fame so that one unit, a long vacant portion, could be sold to Sea Hunter Therapeutics for their retail cannabis sales. It's uh, a very complicated lawsuit here. Sounds like somebody wanted some money along the way. Yes. The Commonwealth of Massachusetts had legalized recreational cannabis sales prior to the deal, and the city of Springfield City Council zoned the site for retail cannabis sales. So... I mean, this sounds like a blockbuster in the making when it comes to court November 14th. Yeah, the, uh, a lot of money going in there. The price of the admission has not gone down at all. Well, I mean, it's, you know, with COVID and everything else, I think restaurants yeah. and museums and the such have had to jack up their prices a little bit to yeah. meet uh, some of the costs that they're experiencing. So wow. you you guys do I know you do the 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 Mayflower Marathon every year and of course I'll be mm-hmm. involved with that this year if I if I last that long with Rock 102 and um that site that I'm talking about mm-hmm. 18 acres includes a lot of real estate obviously right 18 acres uh is quite a bit of real estate it stretches all the way from that I believe that Uno's building okay all the way up to where the uh the dispensary is now the, the cannabis the place. cannabis place right Inza. yeah so, that's a pretty big area there so all under the auspices of the folks who own the basketball Hall of Fame and thus the lawsuit lots of complicated issues there will be following this one and I think this has the potential to be in the news probably for the rest of the year and beyond. Hey, if they started this lawsuit back in 2019 and it ain't coming to Hampton County Superior Court till this November, it's going to last long after that probably. Maybe get some legal experts on to talk about this. Meantime, approximately 2.30 yesterday afternoon, a person contacted Amherst Police to report an individual holding what appeared to be a rifle or a shotgun in the middle of the UMass campus. This guy was sitting on a swing in a playground in the field between the Sylvan Residential Area and the Renaissance Center on East Pleasant Street. Mm -hmm. Appeared to be a light-skinned male with a strong build, wearing a red hooded sweatshirt, possibly with black dog written on the back, gray sweatpants, and white high-top sneakers. There's a photo of him from the back sitting on the swing, and a bunch of our local news outlets have that particular photograph, Steve, and you can see the guy they're talking about, and you can see, even from the back, the fact that he has some sort of shotgun or rifle across his lap as he's sitting on this swing. Well, what was he doing there? Nobody knows, and that's not being disclosed, by the way. All they're saying is that shortly after they got the report at 2.30 yesterday, Mm -hmm. they went and found the guy, and at 5.18, three hours later, they said he was located, identified, and no longer a threat to the UMass community. No longer a threat doesn't mean he was arrested. Right. That just seems no longer a threat. Well, maybe they questioned him and realized, oh, okay, innocent Well, mistake. yeah, but you're still not supposed to be walking around with a shotgun at a, at a playground. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, There's something going on. There must be, uh, there must be some sort of mental uh, 
illness capacity. Maybe, or, or just ignorance as to the laws. Hey, I'm just going to go on the swing here, and I happen to have I'm, my I'm, shotgun I'm, with me. And I'm just curious about that wording. Yeah, the, the, They didn't say he was arrested or right. taken into custody. Correct. They just said he is no longer a threat. That could mean that he was you know, sent to a hospital to right. get an evaluation. Sure. Or it could mean that he was arrested and they're just not releasing that portion. Or do they have to release that portion if he's arrested? I, usually they say that, mm-hmm. you know, they took the guy down. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't you want that as your uh, as your narrative for your police department? <laughs> yes. The conclusion yeah. to the story, yeah. right? Officer Porky uh, <laughs> rushed the guy and then knocked him down and the shotgun fell on the ground. Yeah. Well, again, if there are more details, we'll serve them up to you as we get them. Speaking of serving them up, Dave and Buster's accused of serving a small group 27 drinks in 90 minutes. How? You said small group. You were telling me this off the air. What is considered a small group? Um, They have two men in protective custody, apparently. So I don't know if it was two men plus a couple others, and it was only the two men that were overserved mm. as part of a smaller group. I don't know. I got to tell you, uh, Dave and Buster's is one of the most expensive places to go, like, eat and drink at i've been once i think there was i think there was one in um carousel mall in syracuse well there's one down here in manchester connecticut Mm -hmm. uh that's not too far away from here and they and i took my kids down there before yeah because it's a fun place for kids you know they got basketball shooting and stuff like that right right, but it's ridiculously overpriced Mm. and there's a lot of those places that do that but you can't really criticize those places because it's a money maker. Mm-hmm. Like they know that there's parents that are going to bring their kids to these, uh, you know, video game things and spend a crap ton of money. They got it, you know. They got them in that bowling alley up in Hadley. Mm-hmm. We've been there before. We've done. Uh, we've done a couple of different places. Uh, even on vacation, they, the kids went to a, like a mini golf slash arcade place. The, the but the food and the drink there are like super expensive. Yeah, is the food any good? It's it's not. It's 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 just it's basically uh, cookie cutter restaurant right. food. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's a, you, you you can't order a burger rare because it has to be either pink or no pink. You mm-hmm. know that kind of crap. Well, this particular Dave and Buster's located in Braintree, Steve. And as I read through the article, it was a group of four people who were overserved by two employees at the Braintree Dave and Buster's, and police have placed those two men in protective custody. They'll have the chance to appeal the decision by town officials to temporarily pull the liquor license from the Dave and Buster's in Braintree. And it happened last week. Officials saying a bartender significantly overserved a group of four, and there was another person, maybe a wait person. Don't know if that was a male or a female. The situation prompting police to place a pair in protective custody. And, um, one of the guys who was served had a blood alcohol content of 0.19 more than eight hours later. How much? 0.19 eight hours later. Wow. So. I'm talking it, about binging. Right. Imagine if they had tested that person on the spot right after the over-serving event. You know, a martini at uh, Dave & Buster's is $12. <laughs> Come so, on. How many drinks again? Um, it just says overserve 27 drinks in 90 minutes. 27 drinks in 27 drinks. There in you go. 90 minutes. 27 times 12. Mm-hmm. I got to find this out. For okay. Sure. For, for the cost of what was being paid just for Three, the beverages alone. $324. Nice. That's a lot of money to be spending out of Dave and Buster's. Do you get to trade in the tickets? <laughs> 
Is that how that works? When you collect the tickets from your ski ball, do you get to go up to the thing? And I'm like, yes, I'd like to giant martini, please. Yeah, right. Is that how that works at Dave and Buster's? That you can trade them in for more? No, you can't. No, I was just joking. You <laughs> okay. can just trade them in for crappy toys. I got no idea. I don't. Doesn't say whether they were even playing any of the games. But you uh, got You got to be really careful when you're a bartender. Uh, you you know most of those, and I would imagine a place like Dave and Buster's would require it that you become part of one of those tips classes, the safe serve. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yeah, uh, I did it years ago because mm-hmm. I used to bartend uh, a couple of different places. Mm-hmm. And in order to, most places want you to have a certification, right? And it's a class, and it was the it was these two old people. We did this out in Westfield. This was years ago. Yeah, and they did it inside the Maple Leaf Pub, and it was the on a Sunday morning. Okay, and there was these two old people. Old, it was an old couple who were teaching this class about. Uh, you know, how much booze to serve somebody and when to cut somebody off. Right. Uh, it's, it's a safety c- course. Interesting. It's, so, to pr- it's to protect you not only from people hurting themselves right. or hurting other people, but to protect you as far as a liability goes. And the liquor license that might be in danger for the place you're working at as well. So you're supposed to be looking for uh, key attributes from people at the bar, like little signs, telltale red flags. Is that what they teach you there or what? Yeah, it's basically, you know, you got to keep track of how much people are drinking. Mm-hmm. And it's not that hard to do. Like, you can tell, mm-hmm. oh, wait, how many is that that I just poured for that guy? Right. That was like two or three. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a reason why many casinos will tell you, oh, you have to wait at least 25 minutes before I give you the second free drink. Gotcha. Like, they make you wait in order to get that. You can't just sit there at a casino and binge drink. So that's interesting in and of itself. So the people yeah. that are serving at a casino have to wa- have to have like a sense of time passing by? Well, before- I, so that's I think that's the loophole. Yeah. I think the loophole is if you're sitting there playing a machine and you got one waitress, there's only a finite number of waitresses sure. in the in the place. Yeah, the waitress will come over, ask you what you want to drink. You order that drink. She won't come back for like another half hour. Oh, okay, gotcha. And you know, with the lack of employees down there to begin with, I'm sure it's even worse. The you know right. the wait times are even worse. Sure. That doesn't stop you from drinking that drink and then immediately going over to a bar and mm-hmm. drinking. Like if you really want to get your drink on, you sure. can. Yeah. You just you're gonna have to pay for it when you go up to the bar. Gotcha. A good alcoholic, yeah, you know, you know <laughs> they, knows how to do it. They know it. Six forty two on back Steve and Dave. Speaking of drinking, coming up in the mass hat, we have two different awards to pass out. One of them to the driver of one of them party bikes. You know, these pubs that roll along with bicycling going on? Uh, This one happened outside of Western Mass, but I know that you have an example of one that did happen in Western Mass years ago as well. We'll get to that coming up in the Mass Hat, straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock 102 and Tommy Car Auto Group want to help you kick off the summer. You could win a Weber Grill, a $100 Big Y gift certificate. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 650 and the Eagles. have already gone. I'm back, Stephen Dave, on Rock 102. Back's still out. A little ill, and he should be back tomorrow. As for today with the weather, it's going to be cloudy, highs in the low 60s. Tomorrow we got some rain coming in, dealing with that. And right now, time to meet another mass hat. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. All right, we're focusing on Atlanta, Georgia here, but there is a local application that Steve's going to get to in a moment. The driver of one of them party bikes 
carrying 15 drinkers who are peddling the Mm -hmm. mobile bar around downtown Atlanta. Yeah. It's happened Saturday night. The driver has been charged with driving under the influence. (laughs) The driver? Yeah. So the lead person. Yes. I can't remember. Is it? I can't remember if those things. Like, do they have an electric motor on them? In Just the, in case. In the, in the front, you'd think, right? As yeah. Sort of an emergency default or I something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, I don't know either. There, what happened? There was one in in Syracuse, and it's been very successful. And they do it around the state fair in Syracuse. And I know the guy who actually pilots yeah. this particular moving pub. Um, the only thing is, like. This is what I was afraid of. Somebody asked me a couple of years ago to go do this one up in East Hampton. Mm -hmm. Actually, a couple of years ago. Okay. I forget that uh, we lost all this time with the pandemic. It was like four years ago or three years ago. Sure. This guy up in East Hampton, I think it was at the Fort Hill Brewery, Okay, uh, was running one of these things. These bicycles, these giant bicycles, and they would drive it down the bike trail. Yeah, pedal pubs. They call them pedal pubs. And yeah. How many people, by the way? It's like uh, maybe a total of like uh, four on each side, or is it even larger than that? I don't. I, know. You know, I, it, it was it was more than three. It yeah. was it was more than like a you know a tricycle. You know, what, what do you call those things uh, with three people on them? The uh, tandem bikes or yeah, whatever okay. it is. Yeah. So uh, yeah, they and this guy got a lot of crap because. He was using the bike trail, mm-hmm. and the bike trail is like one. It, it was you know people didn't want him on the bike trail because if you're riding your bike yeah. or you're walking, yeah. now you got to deal with this monstrosity. It takes up a lot of space. I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't blame him. And I believe it took up most of the most of the trail. I think that was the the problem with it. Well, these ideas I don't think are going to last. So anyway, the guy that was piloting the pedal pub yeah. in Atlanta. Not only charged with driving under the influence, but also charged with having a business permit violation. Here it says how many of the passengers were on board. It was 15 of them on board the pedal pub. They were taken to hospitals for treatment. Two of them remained in critical condition. Critical. Critical condition overnight on Sunday. The pedal pub simply rolled over as it tried to make a left turn, according to witness accounts. And you wonder if you have to worry about balancing the weight distribution on these yeah. things. I, years ago, um, I was part of a radio show in Syracuse called Dave and the Fat Man. And I then remember I, that one. Yeah, you do. And, and then I had another partner after the Fat Man who was bigger than the Fat Man. And the owner of the radio station at the but time- his name wasn't the Fat no, Man. No. Wasn't the Fatter Man. Should have been. Right. Should have been. His name was Ray. Nice guy. Ray the fat guy. Yeah, Ray the fat guy. And Ray was so big that when we did a promotion where the owner of the radio station was a pilot, and so the name of the company was Pilot Communications because he liked to fly his own planes, we had a promotion where we were going to take a listener and a friend to New York City opening day at the Yankees. Oh, that's cool. And our our owner was going to pilot his plane, and so it was me, Ray, the owner, Jim, and two winners, five people. We had to put four of us on one side of the plane yeah. and Ray on the other side of the plane. To balance it out? To balance out the weight. I I'm wonder surprised if, Ray was even allowed to go on the plane. If we, hey, it worked out. We got there and we got home safely. And by the way, when we were at Yankee Stadium in our seats, he had to put one ass cheek on an armrest of one seat and the other ass cheek on the armrest of the next seat. Not the one adjacent to it, but the the other seat. You know, that's a good uh, topic you brought up, Dave. Uh about like airlines, right? When you get on the plane, are they like 
Is anybody going to move anybody if they have to? Is that I, I've never seen that happen before. I think you're right. I mean, if you have too many people of excessive weight on one side of the plane, yeah, you probably got to ask them to move because you got to like an airline like Southwest, the sure, no frills airline, right? Uh, you get on that plane, yep. and it's first come first serve, sure. You know, depending on what group you've good you've point, Logan in into. good point, yeah. So. Once they realize all the people are sat down, do they go, well, you know, fatty and uh, D6. Yeah, uh, and three more he, up front on yeah, the same side. He needs to, they all need to disperse. <laughs> yes. we, can, we need two of the fatties over here and two of the fatties over here. Or and, maybe uh, all fatty. four of the fatties on one side. I don't yeah. even know how that works, but then you got to do all the math to figure out. how you got to ask them how much they weigh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And then they're going to get sued because they're being asked how, I don't know. It's like so Well, I think if you were on like Southwest, it would be like a guess your weight kind of thing, like a like at a car. <laughs> Carnival. Right. You know, I think you're about 320. And you're not going to be able to sit there in that seat. We need you to move to the back. <laughs> I guess. Hey, it's complicated out there. And if you've got one of those pedal pubs, and do they have them anymore here in Western Mass during the summertime? You know, I don't know. And I don't even know. I mean, that was one of those things that happened. And then the pandemic hit. And then nobody talked about it again right. because it was one of those things. So I don't even know. I, I was trying to look it up to see if it was still in business, but the oldest article I have is from, uh, or the earliest article I have is from 2019. You know, I've got no desire to work to work out while I'm drinking, Steve. I don't know about you. We got a phone call. Yeah, here. let's do it. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, uh, this is Justin calling. Hey. Justin, you're on the air. What's up, man? Hey, I was just calling about, um, yes, actually, I was on a flight one time. Uh, it was um, American Airlines. I was where they had to ask a few passengers to move to one side of the flight so uh, the hmm. weight distribution would be. Which is ironic because the American lifestyle is eating French fries and hot dogs uh, to make yourself <laughs> fat. So isn't it kind of un-American to ask a fatty to move to the back yeah. of the plane? Yeah, I was eating some great potato chips last night before bed. I know that feeling. So um, did, did, well, did anybody put up a fight, Justin, on that plane, or did they, did they comply? No. No, everybody uh, just went along with it, and it was fine. All cool. right, cool. All right, well, thanks for the call, man. Yeah. All right. So. Well, hey, and congrats to the people, hope, hopefully, who survived this horrible pedal mm -hmm. pub accident in Atlanta. And again, I don't want to work out while I'm drinking. I don't see the appeal of doing that, by the way. If I'm going to have it, some alcoholic beverages, I want to sit there. I don't want to be pedaling a bicycle while I'm doing it. If that guy was drunk, he probably... Was speeding. He probably figured, I got this. This well, thing will take the corner if I took turn a left. And then when it turned left, the whole thing toppled over. Yep. Bad mistake. Coming up next, the 102 second sports. That was the Mass Hat on Rock 102. Rock 102. Back, Steve and Dave, minus the backs part, back tomorrow, hopefully, after some sort of mystery illness that he's got going on at home. Yeah, it's called the uh, I don't want to work. <laughs> you think that's what it is? Illness. Well, we'll question him tomorrow when he's scheduled to rejoin the show. All right. Uh, you know, I got my uh, I got the Peloton, uh, Peloton, Peloton bike. <laughs> the Peloton, that's right. Peloton. That's I right. I say Peloton. That was the one in Family Guy. Okay. Right. Yeah. I don't know that one, but. Um... Uh, so anyway, I got the, I needed the bigger cleats for it. Yes. So my kids can fit in the cleats that came with it. Okay. Uh, but the one, I needed ones for my big ass feet. What size, what size shoe you wear? 13. Me too. 13 and a half. Yep. Uh, around there. Mm -hmm. And um, you know what they say about big feet? Dude? Yeah. You got big peloton uh, cleat shoes <laughs> all right and have they arrived yet your big ones yeah they just uh, they just here's the thing so 
Amazon delivered. I ordered it Saturday, and it just got here yesterday. So that was a pretty quick turnaround. Now, if I order, here's the thing. Anywhere in the Springfield area, mm-hmm. like if I, I use this address to get my mostly get my Christmas gifts delivered and things like that mm-hmm. here, if I use this address, things get here within a day or two. Oh, if you use the radio station address. If I use my address, depending on who is the shipper, whether it be mm-hmm. UPS or FedEx, those will be the folks that actually stop at my house. Okay. But since I don't have a mailbox... Amazon's got this thing going on with the post office. Right. So I have a P.O. box. Even though I put my physical address on the label, the box will still go to the post office box. So I have to go to the post office to pick up my packages, which is kind of stupid. I don't. They drive by my house. From the location, from where, where, it's 20 minutes from the Holyoke Distribution Center to my house. Mm-hmm. They drive by the house to go to the post office to right. drop the packages off, but they don't stop and go in there. Now, here uh, in in East Longmeadow, it's actually another ten minutes away. Okay, so you're you're delivering things within two days that are farther away than the ones that you are driving right by. But you're still getting them better better served to you if yeah. you have them delivered here to the radio station, which is I'm, what I'm, I'm going to have to start doing because I've had now two problems with Amazon, including mm-hmm. one this week. I ordered something over a week ago mm-hmm. from Amazon. It's a lamp, and it still hasn't arrived yet. And what? they keep telling me, you know, it's it's got that special tracking where it tells you, okay, well, it, it started off in California, and now it's in Chicago, and then the next day, oh, it's on its way, and All then right. now it's in Windsor Locks. And, Are and you it, logged into your Amazon account? No. I was going to say, see where it was coming from. California. It, but was it from Amazon, or no. was it from the third-party shipper? Lamps Plus, because it was a lamp. It yeah. was a special lamp. I have some pictures. There are family pictures that I want illuminated. And, you know, they have those special, like, lamps that, like, uh, crane down over the painting or the picture and, like, illuminate the painting or picture that you have. And I couldn't find them anywhere locally. It's a lamp from the 60s, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to, I mean, I, in order to see the photographs yeah. that, are, that are valuable old family photographs, mm-hmm. you need this special lamp. I couldn't find one, so I ordered it from Lamps Plus. Lamps Plus. Through Amazon, yet to arrive. Now, do they sell uh, perhaps spatulas or... Uh, <laughs> Maybe any kind of barrels or yeah, but a spatula is not going to light my my my. No, I'm, just, I'm joking up. because the place is called Lamps. Like they sell anything else, <laughs> right? Well, they, they, I think there was a gag on Letterman years ago where he had like lights lights only, and that was the name of the store in New York City, and that's all they sold. But Letterman was all over. So anyway, I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta make. I got to call Amazon. I got to contact somebody, and maybe I got to have the packages delivered here instead. Uh, I would suggest you have your packages delivered here. Yeah. Many people who work here have their packages delivered here because of the convenience of it being delivered so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not going to. If I had ordered those cleats to my house, right. they wouldn't have been here till Thursday. If I order them to here, yep. they came in, two, in less than two days. Well, it's a good tip. And plus, with your young daughters, I know that you, like, when they're, you're getting Christmas gifts and yeah. stuff like that, you have them delivered here so they don't have to worry about. <laughs> the girls opening up at home or seeing which the they've done which they've done before yeah they've opened up their presents well you know amazon i think there are some cracks in the armor so to speak i see yeah. you know i think they're having some issues nationwide not just with deliveries but 
some other issues as well. Well, I found this uh, this interesting, uh, this article this morning. Amazon will reimburse staff in the U.S. who travel for a wide range of non-life-threatening medical treatments, including elective abortions. A message to Amazon staff said the firm will pay up to $4,000 in travel expenses each year for treatments not available nearby. Several other companies have announced plans that ensure staff have access to abortions. It comes amid rising restrictions for the procedure nationwide. Amazon's new benefits are effective retroactively from January 1st. Hey, you can get an abortion and uh, go back to your job as an Amazon. Oh, that's good to know. You can get an abortion, but you can't get your package <laughs> delivered on time unless you have it sent to Rock 102. Yeah, you know, where's the where's the uh, the folks that uh, the anti-abortion people mm-hmm. not raising their voices about this? Oh, just wait. I'll tell you why, though. Yeah? I'll tell you why it's not going to change. Okay, because it's a multi-billion-dollar company, mm-hmm. and when a multi-billion-dollar company realizes, hey. It would be easier to pay for an abortion for an employee mm-hmm. than it would be to have this employee take, uh, you know, three to four months or however long it takes sure. after you have a baby. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, uh, I think it's more of a business decision than anything. So Jeff Bezos not necessarily tipping his hat uh, politically. It's no, just common it's sense. More about saving the almighty yeah. dollar. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, if I can get more work out of this person and not pay them uh, maternity mm-hmm. leave by offering them abortion options. We could do it. Makes sense, I guess. Uh, common sense there. Not so much common sense when it comes to, oh, I don't know, the mission statement at Amazon, which is to live, deliver your packages on time. Oh, you can't trust those people Harry. at all. <laughs> Coming up next, we got the news on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. We'll have cloudy skies this morning with a few showers rolling in later on. Then this afternoon we'll have off and on showers, periods of light rain. Temperatures will top off near 60, then we'll cool into the 50s as we get into the afternoon and evening. Light rain and showers will end the first half of tonight, then we'll have partial clearing. It'll become breezy and cooler with temperatures in the 40s. But tomorrow we'll have partly to mostly cloudy skies. It's going to be blustery and chilly with highs in the mid-50s, nothing more than a stray shower. For Thursday and Friday, clouds and sunshine. It'll be breezy and chilly, though. High temperatures only in the low to mid 50s with your western mass news first alert forecast i'm meteorologist dan brown hey are you ready to get more springfield well get excited then for the new tomato pesto grilled cheese sandwich from duncan with more of the elevated ingredients you love oven roasted tomatoes vine ripened and perfectly seasoned and delicious pesto spread with melted white cheddar cheese on toasted sourdough bread so you can get more out of every bite and more out of every day. Enjoy the new tomato pesto grilled cheese sandwich from Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Hi, this is Crystal, and I'm an HR generalist here at Savage Arms in Westfield. When you apply for one of our jobs at Savage Arms, you'll speak with me live and in person. Now, you may have heard some of the perks about working at Savage Arms, but I'd like to share a few with you. Did you know we pay more than 25% above minimum wage for entry-level positions? Did you know we have 12 paid holidays off? I bet you didn't know that we also pay 100% of your college tuition and books up front. So visit savagearms.com forward slash careers today, and I'll be talking with you soon. As a building professional, you know how job sites can get a bit messy, causing loss of time and money. Kelly Fredette works hard to find the right products that can help you keep your project moving forward. That's why we offer Palite Trimboard. With Palite Trimboard's Everclear Protective Film, you can be assured that its surface will stay covered until your job is done with less damage and less headache. And the color runs through the board, so no need to paint when you're finished. Visit a Kelly Fredette location today and see why it's time to build it better. 
The T-Birds first round bye is clinched, and now the quest for Springfield's eighth Calder Cup is upon us. Secure your seats for every Springfield Thunderbirds playoff game through the Pay As We Play ticket package. This is the only way to guarantee your same seat for every game at the best price, directly through the T-Birds ticket office. No box office fees, no upfront costs. You only pay for each home game the T-Birds play in the Calder Cup playoffs. But act fast, this offer ends after game one. Get your playoff tickets now. Visit SpringfieldThunderbirds.com. OMG Inc. is a leading U.S. manufacturer and global supplier of specialty fasteners, adhesives, products, and technology for the commercial roofing and residential construction markets. Consisting of two subsidiaries, Roofing and Fasten Master Products, and OMG is right here in your backyard. Headquartered at 153 Bulls Road in Aguam, OMG has been one of the area's top employers for the last 40 years, and that doesn't happen by accident. Along with competitive pay, a full benefits package, and overtime availability, OMG takes it a step further. They offer an employee wellness program, including a gym reimbursement, on-site trainers, financial programs, and full benefits. You will never work for another company like OMG. Over the last 40 years, OMG has been built by their employees to deliver innovative solutions that improve safety, quality, and productivity in construction applications. Right now at OMG, they have plenty of diverse opportunities for you to join their team. Positions like machine operators, maintenance, heat treat technicians, engineers, cold forming operators, and many, many more. If you're ready to join their growing team, then find your job of a lifetime at omginc.com. That's omginc.com. It's uh, 7.30 at Rock 102. It is time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Yankee Home's Memorial Day sale all month long at $1,400 off, plus free safety bars and custom shelving. Call Yankee Home right now. And here's with uh, news is Dave Coombs. So in a situation on the UMass campus yesterday, approximately 2.30 yesterday afternoon, a person contacted Amherst Police to report an individual was holding what appeared to be a rifle or shotgun, and that individual was sitting on a swing in the field in between the Sylvan Residential Area and the Renaissance Center on East Pleasant Street. The subject appeared to be a light-skinned male with a strong build, wearing a red hooded sweatshirt, possibly, it says, with black dog written on the back, also gray sweatpants and white <coughs> high-top sneakers. There's a photograph of this guy on various local no, websites. Uh, no black coat, white shoes, black hat, Cadillac? No ZZ Top, none of that. Um, at uh, That was rancid, by the way. Oh, I missed, okay, yeah, I thought, I, yeah. No, don't know that one. No, you're thinking of uh, Sharp Dressed Man. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. No, this was uh, this was the bomb. Okay, don't know that one. Time bomb. Beyond Time me. Time bomb. Yep. Uh, this happened about 2.30 yesterday afternoon. By 5.18 p.m., officials had located the subject, identified the subject, and said he was no longer a threat to the UMass community. So right. about, what, three hours transpired between when he was first spotted yeah. and pictured on the swing with the shotgun across his lap to when he was apprehended, questioned, and it doesn't say whether he was released or sent to some sort of other facility for evaluation. I don't know. It says uh, he was no longer a threat. Right. You can't carry a shotgun like that across your lap, sitting on a swing where kids might be nearby. Probably not a good idea. That's a good uh, motto to live by. We've got a lawsuit going on that's going to come to the Hampton County Superior Court in November of this year, and the suit is being filed civilly against the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. The suit alleges that the Hall of Fame and its attorney conspired to take money that was supposed to go to refurbishing the leaking sphere, the roof, 
of the Hall of Fame, and that money instead was used for other freestanding buildings on the 18-acre site of the Basketball Hall of Fame. Buildings like condominiums and that building that has retail cannabis sales. What, uh, how much was that money? How much money was it? A million, several million dollars, How much does it cost to repair a leak in that roof? I don't know. Good question. And... I'm wondering if that was just like normal wear and tear since the thing opened, or is it uh, some ongoing original construction problem? Well, I don't you know. Have? You've been here for what? Six, you've been on the air 16 years here, is that right? 18. 18 years. Yeah. And and did that sphere exist when you first got here, or did, did it, was it built and added to the uh, Hall of Fame? Yeah. It was, when I first moved here back in the mid-90s, mm-hmm. it, uh, it was the old Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. which is now the building that houses LA Fitness and... and um, a couple of the businesses in there. Gotcha. There used to be a restaurant and all that stuff in mm-hmm. there. So that was where the old Hall of Fame was. And then the Visitor Information Center was that the dispensary, what the dispensary is Gotcha, now. yeah. Um, and then they built that thing, I think it was in the late 90s. I th- I can't remember. The sphere itself that we're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, BBHOF. And, and officially uh, opened in 2002, it says. So you're okay, probably, you're, so you're probably t- about right. It was being built in the late 90s. Late 90s, and then uh, then they built that thing. So I don't know. I mean, it's tr- it's if you think it's probably about 23 years old. Yeah, well, so maybe you got some, you know, uh, what's the what's the roofing prices these days? <laughs> probably a lot more than they used probably. to be. But uh, maybe there's some roofing experts out there. Don't we have a, a roofing uh, sponsor here on the Rock 102? I think we do. Dave Miner. Dave Miner. Maybe somebody and Adam from, Quinneville. Maybe those guys want to chime in and tell us about the costs for all this stuff. Speaking of costs, uh, Republican gubernatorial hopeful Jeff Deal condemning a controversial bill that the Senate will tackle later this week to allow undocumented immigrants to obtain driver's licenses. That's he, a bad deal. Yeah, he says that would be a mistake to reward people who have entered the U.S. illegally with automatic driver's licenses. What's the deal? Ha! Huh. Well, it's Jeff deal. And while he was talking about that, he also threw in his two cents on the East-West Rail Project, saying he's thumbs up on that. Who wouldn't be for that, by the way? Anyone yeah. who opposes that right now probably aren't not going to get many votes coming up in November. In other news, fake news... A post circulating on social media claiming two guys were lacing students' drinks with drugs at a West Springfield High School dance recently. Oh, no. But what happened? Well, it caused the students to get sick, but the whole thing was fake. That was the report on social media, but it wasn't true. And so it had to be debunked by Mm. West Springfield Mayor Will Reichelt. He was there. I mean, he was one of the kids at the dance, so why wouldn't he? Uh, why wouldn't he know the truth, right? <laughs> he said there was no evidence, Steve, yeah. of students' drinks being laced. Yeah, the information was being shared by students on social media and yeah. posted on the West Springfield Community Forum group on Facebook. Some parents had become concerned, and so the mayor had to intercede here. This happened uh, back in September. There was a. Um there was a report of, I think it was Ludlow High School, mm-hmm. maybe, that there was a report of these two kids uh, having to go to the emergency room because of the synthetic marijuana they right. had smoked okay. or something. So then all of a sudden, it was, or is edible, I don't know what the deal, it was some kind of marijuana that they took, mm-hmm. whether it was the 
you know, the fake stuff you can buy in a convenience store that gets you all loopy? I, can't, I don't know. You yeah. got me. I don't know. I don't even know what it's called, but it, there's, it, there's like an alternative, but it, it's more like a meth high than it is a, a okay. marijuana high. And uh, apparently these two kids went to the emergency room and all, and it, there was this big thing. It was all over social media and people were sharing the post. Oh my God, these two kids went to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. It turns out none of it was true. Yeah. Not one bit of it was true. Hard to believe. It Fake was news. a made up story yep. and somebody shared it and that's how it went viral. And it was being posted in all these local community forums and people getting all, you know, bent out of shape over mm. it. And uh, I'm sure this is exactly what happened in West Springfield. And Me- I think it was probably Mayor Will Reichelt that started the rumor. <laughs> okay. You obviously have a good relationship with him being able to say oh, things no, like we, that. We don't like him at all. <laughs> uh, your alma mater, Steve, yeah. in the news again today. Yesterday we talked about the uh, one-year anniversary of the new president at Westfield State mm-hmm. University. Now we're talking about Westfield State backing out of a deal to provide students with off-campus dwellings. The owners of Lansdowne Place oh, yeah. in downtown Westfield, they're redeveloping the six-floor building. They're putting it back to regular apartments. This is 12 years after its conversion to Westfield State Housing, where mm-hmm. they thought that it would be a good place for students to live off campus. But things have changed so much in the last 12 years, especially due to COVID-19, that students don't want to live off campus as much anymore. They want to be on campus where things is are that, ha- Is that what they were saying? Yes. Is it was more about the, I want to be on the participation of the campus versus the apartment That's complex. part of it. That's part of it. And I don't know but about you, but when I went to college, I didn't want to live off campus. I wanted to live where stuff was happening. I don't know. I would have uh, probably preferred to live off campus because that's where all the hood rat stuff happened. <laughs> well, okay. But maybe if you're a senior, but if you're just getting started in college, like you're a freshman or sophomore, yeah. you're an underclassman, I think you need to be on campus. I remember going to a party at UMass in the, uh, these apartments that they had. They were like these, I don't know, six-person, six resident apartments Mm -hmm. and they were almost kind of like uh like there was a loft portion to it and then the downstairs where they had it was six bedrooms yeah and then they had the kitchen and the common area Mm -hmm. and uh uh, god this was going back 20 something years ago Mm -hmm. uh, we go to this party and it was like the first like this was a real college party Mm mm-hmm let me tell you, I'm sorry, uh, Westfield State uh, has more of a reputation for its education than it does for its partying. Really? Now. Oh. I don't think back then, like we, like we partied, <laughs> but you always heard like the war stories sure. of like, oh man, you should have seen it, we had 10 gigs on the, on the green right? and all that stuff. Well, that stuff didn't happen either. Mm-hmm. It was, you go to UMass though. Yeah. And that's where they had... Uh, it was like a it was like a buffet of drugs. Like there was there was some guy hawking pills in the corner. There was a another guy doing. There was beer funnels uh, that they were doing gin and tonics out of, which was disgusting. <laughs> and it was the first time I did a beer funnel, though. Yeah. And the very last time I did a beer funnel. Well, it's a numbers game at that point. You got yeah. a lot more students at UMass than you would at Westfield State, and it just becomes a numbers game, I think. Yeah. And uh, I was only into the drinking part, but I could have. I could have uh, sucked some nitrous. They had a tank there where they were filling balloons and then sucking the nitrous out of it. And then uh, somebody else was snorting Adderall. All the stuff we did when we were youngsters. Yeah, it was yeah, it was kind of a good time to watch everybody fall and pass out on the floor. Those buildings in downtown Westfield that were once student housing will now be forty nine regular apartments. 
And a mixture of one bedrooms, one baths, two bedrooms, two bath units. Rents will start at fourteen hundred dollars a month. I bet you. Uh, I bet you. There's a lack of housing available to normal, regular people, not students in Westfield. Yeah. yeah. So I bet you they're saying, "Hey, uh, get these kids out of here. We uh, we could use this apartment building for you know people who need it." As long as we're talking about business, Jackalope is going to lift its orange curtains and open its doors and roll out a brand new. Mythical dining experience, downtown Springfield, May 11th. The restaurant located at 254 Worthington Street will also host a Cinco de Mayo celebration, soft opening, coming up May 5th, which is, I think, this Friday, right? Yeah. Or is it Thursday? No, Thursday. Thursday. So Thursday, Jackalope opening up. The restaurant will offer a cutting-edge, creative, American-style menu where, according to the owner, you can have a burger and a Bud Light, or you can have a $3,000 bottle of Screaming Eagle and duck or lamb. Ah. What the heck is Screaming Eagle? I don't even know what that is. Uh, is it a bourbon or something and, like that? And who's like, who's ordering a $3,000 bottle of anything? The Jackalope, by the way, the name of the bar, happens to be a mythical animal described as a jackrabbit with antelope horns, and the name Jackalope has been used for everything from beers... To hockey teams. Now, downtown restaurant in Springfield. Uh, I'm looking at Screaming Eagle. Oh, yeah. It's wine. Is it? It's $3,000 a bottle at least. Jeez. You can get the... Uh, that's for the Screaming Eagle, Eagle Cabernet Sauvignon in 2009. Hmm. $34.25. Wow. Uh, Screaming imagine. Eagle Cabernet Sauvignon 2001. $4,100. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. But but apparently Jackalope's going to offer that up along with just regular Bud Light and burgers. I was uh, years ago. I was in an airport bar, and I was uh, I was already paying high prices for the Bloody Mary that mm-hmm. I had ordered. Right. Uh, but for an extra two dollars, they'll make it a double. Yeah. Uh, that's what they do at the airport. Sure. And then uh, I'm looking up at the top, and I see uh, what the hell was it? Johnny Walker Blue Top Shelf. Oh yeah, that's, which is like one yeah. of these things. It is. It's. I know that because my mom likes Johnny Walker, and she likes just the Johnny Walker Red. Yeah, I mean, she's not wealthy enough to buy the Johnny Walker Blue. And I said, uh, just out of curiosity, how much is a shot of that? And she said, a hundred and five dollars. Can you imagine that? <laughs> and a hundred and five dollars. And not only that, but the bottle only had about. A quarter left in it. You know how much money they made off that damn bottle of Johnny Walker Blue? Yeah, and I didn't realize how there are that many wealthy travelers coming through airports, for Christ's sake. Well, there probably are. Yeah. Pro- and, and it's probably one of those things where, you know what, there's a market for it. Sure. There's obviously somebody who's got higher taste, who's flying first class, who's mm-hmm. got a layover. I'm going to spend $105 for all that. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It's seven forty three. I'm back, Stephen David, Rock 102. Coming up next and now hear this. So Jimmy Kimmel's got COVID, and he's going to have a favorite comedian of mine fill in for him starting tonight. We'll get to that and now hear this. And I'm also going to play a clip of a woman in Australia going berserk over an arrest that occurred. And I'm only going to play it because her ranting and... Back, Stephen Dave, and 38 Special on Rock 102. Yeah, Bax is still out sick, hopefully returning tomorrow. We'll have highs in the low 60s today and some rain coming in for tomorrow.
Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one. Jimmy Kimmel got COVID. So ABC had to do a rerun last night. It's not what happens here when Bax is sick. Well, we Bax do, doesn't have COVID either. We do the best we can. Yes, he does not have COVID. We don't want to start a public outcry. But anyway, Jimmy Kimmel's going to be out for a bit, and so he's going to need some replacements, starting with tonight's show. Comedian Mike Berbiglia will okay. fill in. You know Berbigs? Yeah. He's great. In case you don't know who he is, here's a clip of one of his stand-ups. It surprises people that I want to be a rapper because I'm such a ridiculously white bread cracker. Uh, sometimes I'll use the word cracker in my act because a lot of black comics use the N-word. I like to use the C-word. Like, me and my cracker friends were driving down the street in my Volvo station wagon, and I said, hey, cracker, pass the sun chips. And he says, not till we get to the picnic, cracker. And I say, cracker, please. He's like, Cracker, what? <laughs> but I said that at a show, and this black guy comes up to me after the show, and he's like, you're my Cracker. And I was like, actually, sir, you can't call me a Cracker. Only we can call each other Crackers. You can say Cracker, but not Cracker. So that's Mike Berbiglia filling in for Jimmy Kimmel starting tonight on ABC. Have you ever had him on the show before, by the way? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. There's been so many guests that I don't remember <laughs> over the years. You know, you just, they yeah. just become convoluted. He's a good guy, and, and he also had uh, an odd habit or still has an odd habit of sleepwalking. I think he had a movie called Sleepwalk With Me, and he actually talks about the issue he apparently would have to wear, and still does, wear huge mittens to bed so that he doesn't damage himself and others sleeping nearby. He has a wife, kids now, and he has such a bad sleepwalking problem that he he was a danger to himself and others. He once, at a hotel, apparently slept, walked right through the window of the hotel and fell out onto the first floor. He was It was a first floor motel that he was staying in. That's crazy. Yeah. So... We wish Mike Berbiglia well doing the Jimmy Kimmel show starting tonight. All right, here's clip number two from a woman in Australia who apparently was trying to steal stuff by putting it in a stroller that had no baby inside. Here she is arguing with a worker who stopped her outside the store, and I only play it because it sounds like a famous rock song. See if you can pick it up. What song, Steve? I have no idea. I think it's Pink Floyd at the end of uh, that one Pink Floyd song. Oh, if you can't uh, have your meat, you don't get any pudding. <laughs> That's right. You don't get any pudding if you can't have your meat. How can you have any meat if you can't have your pudding? And by the way, <laughs> pretending that you have a baby in a stroller when there's nothing there, she's definitely got some signs of some psychological br- damage there for sure yeah the bit well you know what the strollers are good for yeah uh, is uh, sneaking in vodka to oh, a theme park 
I never thought about that before. Yeah, there was a there was an issue a few years ago with uh-huh. Six Flags. Yeah, it's probably going back more than maybe five years yeah. ago or so. But there was these uh, two knuckleheads who went into Six Flags with their baby stroller and proceeded to uh, quote as the paper put it a lar- from a large bottle of vodka. Because think about it, the security guy probably isn't checking like true all in. If you got a baby in there already, yep. they're not going to go searching through it, right? So you, you can that's a perfect place to hire a big bottle of vodka. <laughs> and uh, from what I remember, the story is they were drinking it all day long mm-hmm. at Six Flags, yeah, and then got into some sort of domestic argument on the drive home with the kid in the car. Uh huh. And uh, the guy jumped out of the high out of the car onto ninety one and rolled. <laughs> And he didn't. He didn't die, wow. which was the most amazing part. But I guess if you have that much booze in your system, you're probably not thinking of how hurt you're going to get. Right. Uh, your your body just acts like a rag doll and falls naturally on the pavement, and yeah. you, obviously <laughs> you survive. Well, it's interesting you bring up uh, theme parks because clip number three comes at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland when it broke down recently. People were stuck on the boats for at least thirty minutes. And for the first half of that, the music kept playing, yo, oh, yo, oh, blah, 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 blah. And they had to listen to that whole thing over and over and over again. But the worst part was, after about 30 minutes, people had to go to the bathroom really bad. Here's one woman describing what happened with one of the riders on that ride. This lady back here peed in the water. In the water. Cheeks out everywhere. <laughs> In the light. The lights are on. One woman just pulled down her pants and took a leak right into the water, right off the Pirates of the Caribbean boat. No, hey, if you got to go, you got to go. Yeah, but I mean, usually you'd think about a guy doing that, not a girl, right? Usually the girl would hold it and (laughs) you could see a guy taking a leak off the edge of a boat. Well, the poop deck was full. (laughs) I see what you did there. 757, that's now here this, the 102 second sports coming up next on Rock 102. There's never a good time to have a bad heating system. This is a job for Noonan Energy for installation and service of a new heating system. Noonan Energy has everything you need. Dave, minus the back's part, he's due to join us again tomorrow if uh, I guess he can make it out of sick bay. Uh, I don't think he's sick, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly cloudy with its spotty showers throughout the area and a high of 64 uh, tomorrow. Uh, nothing but rain. Which would be a perfect day to ride that uh, Peloton bike. Uh, there you go. You're not going to go outside for a walk. You might as well go on for a spin bike ride. Yeah, and w- with somebody guiding you through a class. Somebody hot. Somebody hot. Yes. That I can stare at. Miss uh, Emma Lovewell, is that your favorite so far? Emma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there yeah. she is. Mm-hmm. Emma in all her gloriness. Jess King, maybe, as you well. You keep working that bike, baby. <laughs> hey, some woman on Reddit going viral telling a story about her dog who had bad gas. You know, we've all had dogs who probably had that problem, right? Well, uh, our good friend Dave Ratner used to build his, uh, his he built his dog food uh, business off of the f- idea that your dog has gas. Does your dog have gas? And then uh, he would promote his uh, dog food uh, to not have gas. The smell from this particular dog was so bad that the woman was worried the dog might have a medical issue. Ah. She compared the smell to rotten eggs. Took him to the vet, see if something was wrong. The tests kept coming back clean. The vet was stumped. They changed the dog's diet, to your point. Mm-hmm. That didn't work either. Yeah, Thousands of dollars on vet bills. This all going viral. Until 
It turns out her husband admitted he was the one with the farts, and he was blaming <clears throat> it on the dog. So this woman spent how much money? Thousands of dollars on vet bills to figure out what was wrong with her pooch. What was her husband eating? It's <laughs> a good question. That just seems uh, like a, a big waste of money. And do you think he would have said something going, you know what, honey, uh, before you go out and buy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, $3,000 worth of, worth of supplies to change the gastrointestinal uh, function of the dog, I have, I have something to tell you. Well, he didn't. Yeah. He was so embarrassed by it, apparently, he kept it to himself and blamed it on the dog. That sounds like something you shouldn't keep to yourself once you've spent all that money. You think? She was so angry, she kicked him out of the house and told him he had to pay half the vet bills. So I think that it was her dog he married into that situation and then was blaming the dog for this. So it's not something that they, it's not an undertaking that they had gone through together with the dog. It was her dog, he married her, got the dog in the deal, and then blamed the dog on his own farts. Well, uh... One who smelt it, dealt it. So was the woman smelling it uh, first? Because then he would probably just blame it on her. Well, true. He could do that. But she she would know that she didn't do it. In the end, she made the husband go to the doctor, and then he had to change his diet before they would live together again. This sounds like uh, a problem that was brewing for quite some time. I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like they've had a lot of marital problems over the years, and this was just the cake topper. (laughs) Yeah. I, I would guess. I don't know how long their marriage was going on. Do you got? Do you have a dog at home or not? Well, I do. I, I do have a dog. I have a yeah. black lab, Wally. Oh, black labs are the best. I've had nothing yeah. but black, black labs. I had a black lab when I was like six. Well, yes, they're great dogs. You know, he was a. I got him as a puppy. Mm-hmm. We got him five years ago. His birthday is actually Cinco de Mayo, so oh, cool. we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be giving him a margarita and maybe a a big bone to go along with that coming up thursday right yeah so uh his uh he was always you know he's a puppy he was chewing everything he was always destroying things Mm -hmm. uh unfortunately the way my life was going at the time i couldn't train him the way i wanted to Mm -hmm. i had a situation with my mother living at the house to help me out which quickly turned into me realizing uh, a 75-year-old woman actually needs me to take care of her, not her <laughs> the other way around. I gotcha. Uh, so I was basically taking care of a, another child, mm-hmm. and, and she was staying at my house most of this this, this summer, about mm-hmm. five years ago. And uh, she was just letting the dog do whatever he wanted to mm-hmm. because I wanted to keep him, you know, as soon as like the kids got off to school in the morning, I wanted to keep him in a crate just for like two to three hours until mm-hmm. I got home, right? And then let him out, and then take him and and do you know training exercises sure. and stuff. Well, my mother couldn't stand the fact that he was he was uh, chewing on everything, but she also didn't want him in the crate barking, right? So uh, he chewed everything. He like, chewed. What's the worst thing that uh, the dog chewed? I had this uh, security camera system for the outside of my <laughs> yeah. of my house, yeah. and it was one of these ones where it needed to be plugged in. It mm-hmm. was really kind of. It cost a few hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like a professional camera system. It was more to see who was coming up the driveway. Gotcha. Well, the dog chewed the power cord. Oh, my God. He chewed the cord. It was a power cord that it was like an adapter thing, right? like the box adapter. Yeah. And then it had a wire to 
to plug the camera in. And like, while it like, was plugged in, did he chew this? Yes, but he chewed the part above the adapter where it makes so it was completely useless after that. I couldn't just go get another adapter. Right. He chewed the part that was the more important part of the adapter. <laughs> so he chewed he's chewed quite a bit of things and he and he was He's uh he's known to grab things off the counter. Mm-hmm. He's a counter he's a uh, counter surfer, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. Champion. Uh, five so, years in a row now. Labs gets, are the best. Labs are the best at that. <clears throat> he gets uh he gets into everything. He ate a um some kind of coffee cake a few months ago. He ate uh he ate uh, loaves of bread. I can't even sure. tell you how many loaves of bread that this dog eats and I'm surprised he well, I know he doesn't have a gluten allergy because he he would have been freaking out about that. But yesterday, I come home. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I haven't been having a good couple of days, right? So I, mm-hmm. I, I go home, and the last thing I want to see is something that requires me to do extensive cleanup with. <laughs> what was destroyed? And he got into the trash, mm. and the trash was everywhere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just... Right outside of the bucket. Yep. This dog knows what he wants. Like, there's something in that sure, trash. And sure. it was one of those things where I left yesterday morning going, I should really take this trash out, but you know what? I'm running a few minutes behind. Sure. I don't think I'm going to have time to take it, right. and I should have taken it. And it's one of these locked cans. Yeah. And I think that whoever put the bag in last time, which might have been one of the kids, that they didn't lock the lid on it. Yep. So the lid was wide open on the trash can, and the trash was... He dragged it to from the kitchen to the living room. There was a piece upstairs that I found. Yeah. It, he's a he's an a-hole. Wally. He really is an a-hole. Wally. When he does that, but 99% of, of the other time... Right. He is the most lovable dog you ever want to be around. Sure. He doesn't bite. Right. He only barks when necessary. He doesn't chase animals. He doesn't. He's just this docile dog that just doesn't do much other than take up space on one of my 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 couch spaces. Well, he's probably like, hey, if you don't want me to get into the garbage, lock the yeah. thing down, dude. And, and and it's not like he's he's looking for the garbage twenty four hours a day, right? You know, I get up in the morning and the dog is he sleeps with me and he sleeps in my bed. Yep. And he will not move. Most dogs, when I was a kid, I had this dog that when the dog heard anybody get mm-hmm. up, doesn't matter who it was, it might sure. have been sleeping in my parents' room, but you'd hear the bark and you'd have to go down the hall and let the dog out mm-hmm. because the dog knows, hey, somebody's up. Yeah. You know, my dog doesn't do that. My dog lifts his head and goes, and then puts his head back down like, mm-hmm. is it that time of the Is it 3 a.m. already? You know, that kind of kind of thing. We had so. um, we had a chocolate lab in my last marriage who we couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. And by the way, have you had to use a hydrogen peroxide to get your dog to woof something up that he shouldn't have been eating? No, I haven't. Because that's done that's that. one of the that's what you do if you think that they've ingested something bad. Yeah, you get like a turkey baster and you squirt a little bit of hydrogen peroxide down their throat and they yeah. throw up everything immediately. What about witch hazel? Don't 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 know if that would have the same. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we had a, a dog that we couldn't figure out what was wrong with its stomach, and it was having problems. Turns out, it ate an entire ball of yarn. Oh God! And it was about to die. We had to bring it in. How much was the surgery on that? I'm glad you asked. Yeah, eight thousand dollars. That's crazy. <laughs> right? That's crazy. <laughs>
I don't know how I would deal with something like that. Right? I would have to weigh a lot of factors <laughs> yes! into that. How old was the dog? The, uh, I'd say Bella was probably, at the time, nine. Wow. A chocolate That's an lab. old dog to be doing something like that. But still very active, although I will say that Bella... About a year and a half after that, did pass away. Had yeah. a stroke, had problems, had to be put down. Well, I'm wondering if there's other people who've had dogs who like have eaten something really, really stupid like that. Well, I uh, before we take the break here, yep. I had a, a a golden retriever before Wally, mm-hmm. and he was well, famous. What uh, was your golden retriever's name? Harpo. Okay, from uh, the color purple. Gotcha. And uh, he uh, his name was Harpo, and he he would eat baby socks. When my my daughters were little, yeah. you know, been like baby carriers. Sure, he was he was so calm with the. Everybody was worried about how the dog's going to react to the baby being brought into the house mm-hmm. because he was a little wild. He mm-hmm. was a, one of these. Uh, I'll jump on you mm-hmm. because I think I'm a puppy, but I'm 95 pounds. Gotcha. You know, he's huge. Yeah, but he uh, he would he he would eat the baby socks. <laughs> And my daughter was born in the in, in like November. My, yep. my my youngest daughter was born in November. So by springtime, I'd go out in the backyard and pick up all the dog poop, and it was all rainbow colored yep. throughout the backyard. It was yep. like, oh, you planted a pride flag in the backyard. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I always wanted to display one of these. I've seen that before, by the way, but a yeah. different way. When uh, one of the dogs we had got into uh, the different colored fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls, the green, the orange, the red. Oh, those will come out nice and, nice and fresh, too. Same thing. And they're still edible. I'm just letting you know. Technicolor Yard. Hey, if you've had a dog that's done something stupid, you want to give us a call, 293-1021 our number on Rock 102. The Rock 102 Golf Club is on sale now, presented by Swing Oil Beer Company. Get 12 rounds of golf to some great area courses like Keeney Park Golf Course, Northampton Country Club, The Ledges, Crestview Country Club, and more for only $1.99. You pay less than $17 a round. Get one for you or for a friend. It makes a great gift for any golfer. The Rock 102 Golf Club, presented by Swing Oil Beer Company. Available for a limited time, so don't wait. Get yours at rock102.com. How many potholes have you hit? Just one. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 825 and Sammy Hagar on Rock 102. A little spotty rain today if you're driving 55 or otherwise around Western Mass or Northern Connecticut. And uh, we have highs of about the low 60s today and uh, also probably some rain for tomorrow as well. So factor that in. Yep. Got lots of phone calls about bad dogs, by the way. We'll we'll probably get to that in some some of that form uh, during the Saturday best of show. There you go. Uh, but can I continue with the dog thing sure. real quick? Yeah, I had the, that same golden retriever I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also ate an entire tube of desitin, oh. which is a diaper cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yummy. And uh, I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. This dog had so many. This thing. This dog ate so many things. It was. It was. I'm surprised he wasn't dead. He would pass most of it. Yep. But like one time, he ate an adult sock. Yep. And I gave my wife the privilege of taking it out of him. Yeah. Because he couldn't pass. Right. You could see the nub. You could see the stripe <laughs> on the sock. Yep. Got to go back to the to the anus. Like yeah. yank yank it out. I've so, had. Had that done before, So she too. went out and got herself a pair of surgical gloves and uh, took care of business. Yep. Yeah. You got to do what you... We love our dogs. I don't know if I would go to those lengths. Hey, I would I would have taken it to a vet going, let's go to the vet. The vet is going to help you. God. Hey, we also love our Thunderbirds, and they're in the playoffs. 
We have playoff tickets to give away. We're going to do that before the end of the show today. So if you are an AHL Springfield Thunderbirds hockey fan, your time is coming here. We're going to give you tickets to an upcoming game. We'll explain all about that coming up a little bit later on in the show. All right, and it's uh, 827. We got news coming up next at Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. We'll have cloudy skies this morning with a few showers rolling in later on. Then this afternoon we'll have off and on showers, periods of light rain. Temperatures will top off near 60, then we'll cool into the 50s as we get into the afternoon and evening. Light rain and showers will end the first half of tonight, then we'll have partial clearing. It'll become breezy and cooler with temperatures in the 40s. But tomorrow we'll have partly to mostly cloudy skies. It's going to be blustery and chilly with highs in the mid-50s, nothing more than a shower for Thursday and Friday clouds and sunshine it'll be breezy and chilly though high temperatures only in the low to mid 50s with your western mass news first alert forecast I'm meteorologist Dan Brown ready to do some spring cleaning think green at gold trader and the diamond shop where now's the time to find out how much you can get for your old gold sterling silver diamonds coins watches silver plate and collectibles with current gold and silver prices you could find big money right in your own home Come into Gold Trader, the best place to buy and sell jewelry, or just trade in the jewelry you don't wear for something you'll love to wear. Gold Trader and the Diamond Shop, 1360 Allen Street, Springfield. We know you're busier than ever before. Caring for your children, your parents, or a loved one. And don't forget about yourself. You deserve a health plan that guides you along the way and helps you make the decisions that matter most. Health New England has options designed to meet the needs of everyone in your life. We'll be here for you every step of the way. Get a health plan that grows with you. Health New England, where you matter. 40 under 40, 40 young business leaders making their mark. Business West recognizes these bright young stars with the Business West 40 Under 40 Awards. June 16th at the Log Cabin. 40 Under 40 presenting sponsor is People's Bank. Supporting sponsors Comcast Business, Live Nation Premium, Mercedes-Benz Springfield, Standout Truck, The Mill District, and UMass Amherst Eisenberg School of Management. This year's 40 Under 40 honorees are profiled in the new Business West. Join Business West for the 40 Under 40 Awards June 16th at the Log Cabin. Tickets on sale May 3rd at businesswest.com. Bax, Steve, and Dave in the morning on Rock 102. Well, perhaps we could get our crap together. See, here's the thing. There's all this stuff going on. We got guests coming in. I got to go run to the computer in the other room and uh, Phone, yada, yada, yada. Phones and here are, we are printing stuff off. And then all of a sudden the news thing goes off and I'm not ready. But here I am now. You ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Dave? I am. Uh, news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. And here with news is Dave Coombs. Civil lawsuit against the Basketball Hall of Fame. This lawsuit scheduled for jury trial November 14th of this upcoming year in Hampton County Superior Court, even though the lawsuit was filed back in 2019 in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Superior Court. Again, the lawsuit against the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, all alleging that the Hall of Fame and its attorney conspired to misuse funds. They conspired to illegally take several million dollars in costs that were to be used for refurbishing the leaking sphere that's outside the Hall of Fame. And that was supposed to be occurring over the course of time, but instead that money went to fund other things going on on the 18-acre site. Because you got tenants, you got condominiums, 
You've got that retail cannabis sales place as well. And I guess some of that money was being funneled into other projects mm. when it was supposed to be earmarked for the leaky roof. Hey, 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 that's roof money. <laughs> you can't use that. <clears throat> what are you buying? Huh? <laughs> Who knows what? You're buying real estate? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for roofs. Yeah. So we'll be watching this one unfold for quite some time. As I said, the genesis of the lawsuit back in 2019, it's not going to trial until November of this year, but it's just being reported on in SpringfieldMass.com. They're the ones who got the press release out yesterday. Also yesterday, about 2.30 in the afternoon, they had a situation on the UMass Amherst campus. A person saw something strange and contacted Amherst police. Now, when you say something or see something, you got to say something. That's what they say. Well, this person did. They saw an individual sitting on a swing set in the field between the Sylvan Residential Area and the Renaissance Center on East Pleasant Street on the UMass campus. So this individual, a man, was sitting on the swing, apparently with a rifle or a shotgun across his lap. Well, that's not good. No. The subject appeared to be a light-skinned male with a strong build, and a red hooded sweatshirt, possibly with black dog written on the back. The dog thing comes up again, Steve. Gray sweatpants and white high-top sneakers. There's a picture of him, MassLive.com and other websites. So again, that happened at 2.30 when somebody saw that, reported it to Amherst Police, and by 5.18 p.m., again, 2.30 is when the person was spotted, when the photograph was taken, 518 in the evening is when officials say the subject had been located, identified, and was no longer a threat to the UMass community. Well, at least he's not a threat anymore. Right. Hey, fake news out of West Springfield, where the high school dance allegedly had students' drinks being laced with drugs. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. That's a high school dance right there. Ain't no party like a West Side party because a West Side party don't stop. Well, the post wasn't true. Mm. Apparently, students were talking about drinks getting laced with drugs and students getting sick. The whole thing was fake news and had to be debunked by West Springfield Mayor Will Reichelt. Ah. Students had shared on social media. It was posted on the West Springfield Community Forum on Facebook. Parents were getting outraged. Nothing actually happened. So probably just a a prank gone awry by some students, which, by the way, they're probably going to get nabbed in this because you start reporting stuff like that on Facebook, there's evidence everywhere. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing uh, it was Will Reichelt uh, sharing the news to begin with. Hey... (laughs) Because, you know, he's, 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 I think he's a senior now at Westside High. <laughs> yeah. And he said, uh, he said to his buddies, he said, uh, yeah, I'm going to, you know what? Let's uh, create some turmoil in this town and pretend that uh, the, the drinks were laced with drugs. And then he did it. Again, he but he didn't actually do it. He just did the spread the information. That's Steve Nagel accusing the mayor of yeah. West Springfield of that activity. That's and, Steve. And then he he comes in as the hero, going, mm. "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! That never happened. What do you? I was there. What are you talking about? All right, I guess you could buy it. Meantime, the Braintree location of Dave and Buster's accused of overserving a small group, twenty seven drinks in ninety minutes. I'm outraged that I was never overserved at a Dave and Buster's. Well, you got to ask for the order, Steve. I don't think I. I it sounds like uh, these 
folks were giving these people uh, lots and lots of drinks in a very short amount of time. 27 drinks in 90 minutes of time. This was a group of four customers, and apparently... That's the part I didn't hear the first time. Yep. The four, remember I was asking yep. you how big the... Four people, 27 drinks in an hour and a half. You got it. That's so, a lot of booze. So that's essentially seven drinks per person, right? Yeah. 27 drinks times, yeah, uh-huh. Seven, yeah, if I had seven drinks, I'd be pretty uh, schnockered. Yes. If that, is that a word still, sure. schnockered? Sure, why not? That's, I thought yep. it was outdated with, yeah. uh Two men in, in custody will have the chance to appeal the decision by town officials to temporarily pull the liquor license for Dave and Buster's. The two men, a bartender and one of the servers, the situation prompted police to place these men in protective custody. And also, among the group of four, one of them had a blood alcohol content eight hours later of 0.19. Damn. Eight hours after the incident, his blood alcohol content was 0.19. That's impressive. That is impressive. 0.19 after mm-hmm. eight hours? Mm-hmm. I wonder if he drank most of the drinks. Maybe it wasn't seven drinks per person. <laughs> Maybe it was 14 drinks for one. Yeah. I mean, to be that drunk that many hours later. Right. God, I don't even know what your uh, blood alcohol content was uh, before, you know, at drink three or four. Right. Damn. Or after two hours only instead of eight hours. You know, the doctors do tell you, though, uh, you want to live a healthy lifestyle, Mm -hmm. it's two drinks per day. Yeah. Now, what I would do mm-hmm. was wait till Saturday and just have fourteen drinks. Well, I don't think because that, I don't think it works that way. You Steve. can't catch up from uh, from earlier in the week of the days so. you missed. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, if and if you're looking for some fun at Dave and Buster's, by the way, that one in Braintree, the liquor license may still be up in the air. And I think you said there's one in the Hartford area too, right? Yeah, there's one in Manchester. All right, those are the closest Dave and Buster's to us. Yes, it's the how would you call it? Uh, it's a step up above the white, trashy uh, Chuck E. Cheese. It's like an adult Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> well, without, without the ball pit. Yeah, I mean, it's like <laughs> the food sucks, and, you know, I mean, but it's a little bit better selection than, like, a, a Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, all you got is, what, pizza and Bud Light? Right. Come on. <laughs> a little more variety, at least but Dave and Buster's. You can order a a Sam Adams Summer Ale, yeah. uh, to pare down with with any number of but, the crappy food. But you know, Steve, kind of like the uh, Chuck E. Cheese ball pit. Yeah. Do you really want to go to a Dave and Buster's and touch the same skee balls and the same basketballs that everyone has been shooting over and over again? And do those have to be do those have to be cleaned between every user now because of COVID nineteen? Yeah. The, I was just thinking about that the other day. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, actually, I, yesterday I went to Costco. Mm-hmm. And I remember when the pandemic hit and uh, they were taking all these precautions. And I was gearing up to go to Costco like I was, uh, you know, heading out like I was a doctor with uh, this medical equipment on. Yep. I got a mask on. I got gloves on. I got goggles on because, <laughs> you know, that was the that was the narrative that was being told. Sure. And I wasn't out of out of character because everybody else was doing it too. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, standing in line at the Costco waiting for my turn because, you know, they've continued now with a lot of the things that they were doing during COVID. Like mm-hmm. now they still have that corral where you walk up. The line goes all the way back to the da- the, the meat department in, mm-hmm. in the West Springfield one, which is 
all the way to the other side of the store. Gotcha. It moves fairly quickly because yep. the folks at Costco are pretty good about you know uh, expediting mm-hmm. things. It's but I remember standing in that line and seeing they were after every single customer. They were taking wet wipe, alcohol wet wipes, and wiping everything down. Yeah. And then picking up this and picking up that and wiping all this mm-hmm. stuff down. And I said, you know what? At least we live in the cleanest time ever sure. right now. Yeah. They, that was the time where yep. you didn't see a lot of people spitting loogies on the ground or, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, throwing any number of uh, things. What happened? What eventually started happening though is people were throwing their gloves and masks on the ground after they were done with the with right. the grocery store. But they don't do that anymore. They don't. They don't wipe down everything. That's one of the reasons they were having a hard time finding school bus drivers because, along with the duties of driving the kids around, if you're going to become a school bus driver now yeah. under these circumstances, you have to clean the bus entirely before and after the students get on and off. You had to clean the kids. <laughs> right. To spray them down with alcohol sanitizer. Uh, well, finally, a quick one here about a funeral in Peru that went awry because as Rosa Isabel Cespedes Calaca was being lowered into the ground, she started knocking on the inside of the casket. She was still alive. Damn. They lowered the coffin in, opened the lid to find a weak but very much alive Rosa peering up at them. And they rushed her back to the hospital. She had been in a car crash, and they had pronounced her dead. But obviously she wasn't. They hooked her up to a life support machine. Her condition deteriorated, and she tragically died a few hours later. But not before the big drama (laughs) unfolded at her own funeral. Her family, had, of course, had to say farewells twice. They're now demanding some answers from the funeral home. Damn. Yeah. But she's not with us anymore. No. She has passed on twice. I remember watching, um, my mother used to watch Days of Our Lives. Remember that show? Sure. Uh, I think it's still on. Like hours through the, like like sand sand through the the hourglass. That's right. That was McDonald Carey who did that. Wow. My mother watched this show. I watched it. Every day when I was a kid, mm-hmm. because my mother would work nights right. and then come home and watch me while my, because uh, I was the youngest of the f- of family and all my siblings would be at school. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, every day at one o'clock would be Days of Our Lives would come on. Sure. And I think at the age of like seven or eight, I started getting into the plot lines of these <laughs> things. And then I became a, a teenager. That explains a lot about and, you. And uh, one one summer, I had broken a toe, and mm-hmm. I had to. I, there was immobility. There mm-hmm. was no me moving anywhere. Gotcha. So for uh, the next six weeks, I plopped down, and we had the TV. It was back in the day where you couldn't change the channel from whatever you were watching. If you were if you were recording something, you couldn't change the channel. Right. So uh, I would sit there and watch Days of Our Lives, and it was uh, the summer where uh, I believe it was uh, Tony Tony Demirez's uh, wife, or wanting to be wife, was buried alive, and the whole summer was uh, was Carly trying to get out of the casket, right? And then she'd light a light, and uh-huh. you know, and I'm like, wow, that's that's a pretty you know complicated casket you got there right. where you'd be able to keep to breathing yeah, exactly. with that recycled oxygen for, <laughs> yeah. for so long. Yep. And, uh, and uh, she eventually made it out of the, uh, of the casket. It nice. was a, 
It was one of the best daytime drama uh, things I watched in the summer. Yeah, and, and and a good education for you, obviously. And the next summer, Marlena got possessed by the devil. That was a good one, too. There you go. Hey, we've got Springfield Thunderbirds tickets to give away, right, for the playoffs that, next week. That's right. There's a couple of things going on here. Springfield Thunderbirds 4, it's called. The four-pack of tickets to the Springfield Thunderbirds playoff uh, either game one or game two. The playoff schedule has not been set yet. So as soon as we know which game... We will let you know by contacting you. So, uh, and again, if you win those playoff tickets, one winner this week out of all the winners will get uh, a cho- chosen at random to receive Thunderbirds prize pack, four hats, four koozies, four rally towels, four tickets on the glass, four hot dogs and soda vouchers, and a ride on the Zamboni. Nice. Which is pretty damn cool. All right. So, if you want to pick up the tickets now and qualify for that grand prize, yeah. What number caller? Uh, 413-293-1021. Caller 10 is going to get that prize pack. Good luck from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Certified and fully insured, DL&G Tree specializes in tree removal, pruning, and stump grinding safely and quickly. No job is too small or too big for... Black Crows on Rock 102. Back Stephen Day without the backs part. Good morning. Yeah, you know, uh, speaking about at the uh, the backs part. Mm-hmm. Now we have uh, these. Uh, we have we have we have a studio full of people in here right now. We yes. have uh, we have Frankie uh, Perfumi from from Iron Duke Brewing. We have uh, Nick Morin, who's the owner of Iron Duke Brewing, and then we also have uh, Lindsay Bubar from a Rays of Hope here in the studio, and they're going to be doing a fundraiser. But I, Bax uh, said on on Monday mm-hmm. that that he texted both of us Sunday night and said, you know what, I'm not feeling well. I I can't come in. And then uh, he did it again last night. Right. He said, I'm not feeling well. Yeah. I I can't come in. But then he I see the email between him and Frankie of all the information that they they sent over for yep. this event, and he says. Uh yeah, Bax and St- or uh, or Dave and Steve will need the information for Monday. Yeah, or Tuesday. Yeah, uh, could you send that along? Yeah, that means he was already setting up the fact that he wasn't going to be here Monday oh. and Tuesday. Oh, and not to take away from this great event going on at Ironbrook doing this <laughs> Saturday. Uh, Frankie Perfumi, uh, you, you're here in the studio with us. Tell us what's going on on Saturday night at the Iron Duke. Oh, might have hold on a second. It. There you go. Hey. Uh, first of all, thank you for having us. Uh, we're so excited to share about this event we have going on on Saturday, May 7th, from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. We have uh, teamed up with the Rays of Hope Foundation, and we are celebrating Mother's Day. Uh, we've got live music going on. We have specialty food truck menu. We've got uh, different vendors that will be there, mm-hmm. including an ice cream truck um, we've got Maureen Sweets from East Long Meadow coming by. Boomer will be making an appearance. Uh, we got a lot of cool things going on on Saturday. And and it's all to benefit the Rays of Hope. It is, and yes. We, and we have Lindsay uh, Bubar in the studio uh, with us right now from the Rays of Hope. Tell us a little bit about what the Rays of Hope does. I know we've had several interviews with you folks over the, over the last few years, but uh, re- remind people what the Rays of Hope does. Yeah, so Rays of Hope is a, a local nonprofit really recognizable name and brand in Western Mass, I think. Uh, So it's an organization that raises funds for breast cancer research, also provides uh, programs, support, uh, resources, people to breast cancer survivors and their families. So Mm -hmm. it's a really fantastic organization. Thus the pink specialty food menu coming up at this event, right? Who's going to talk about that? Oh, yeah. So we have... uh 
tweaked our traditional food menu mm -hmm. and we have added a touch of pink to almost every food item. So now this could sound a little scary, but it's actually quite delicious and you just got to check it out because the way the chefs have come up with some ideas is it's pretty cool. As long as it's recognizable. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to have some weird looking paint like and you're like, what is this something edible? Like you want to make sure that it's like, you know, maybe a pretzel that definitely, you turned into pink definitely, or something yep. like that. Right? So that's just, exactly what it is. It's not just like watermelon, which is naturally pink. Right. You're turning some other foods pink. Like we are. come on, tell us one. Come on. So along with the pretzels, beer cheese. We have added uh, pink beer cheese. Yes, we've added like a beet puree and it's turned it pink. Nice. And oh, it's that's delicious. Actually, Don't be scared. Okay. It's delicious. So it's not just food dye that you're putting in these things. It's actual things that have those colors in it. Beets, obviously, I've done was one a lot of, of research in <laughs> pink foods. What? It's, it's Look at that. A lot, the but, pink yeah. food play. I don't think we're going to see a lot of red 40 going around the menu. <laughs> no, right? no, we, I don't think you want yeah. the red 40 going on, <laughs> the, on the menu. Because I don't think yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> Nick here from, from Iron Duke Brewing, you don't put any dyes in your beer, do you? No, actually, so uh, we'll have a special beer release Saturday, which is going to include um, a pink one-off for the weekend. It's uh, it's a, some version of pomegranate that we're yeah. going to have, so it's going to be a very approachable, fun beer. It's got we're going to have it in the in the Raise a Hope branded Iron Duke glasses, so it's going to be from a beer standpoint something fun for everybody, you know, for all the beer drinkers at least, and uh, you know. No, Red 40, like well, Lindsay mentioned. <laughs> and the cool thing about this Mother's Day celebration, it happens before Mother's Day. It happens yeah. on Saturday, so you can kind of get, you know, you can still celebrate mom on her traditional day, but also do something nice the day before, right? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. We're, yeah. we're looking forward to a fun event, but having the spring season coming and the warm weather... It's, uh, it's really shaping up to be a good indoor-outdoor event for nice. everybody. It's going to be awesome, this, especially now everybody wants to get back out uh, going to outdoor events. Uh, this is the perfect uh, perfect way to start, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, I always uh, want to emphasize the the great work that you do over at the Rays of Hope, Lindsay. The, it's not just uh, support for cancer. It's, it's all the services that go along with cancer. I, I know you, you folks work with the, the Cancer House of Hope, uh, from CHD and many other different organizations, and how important that is to to families who are even patients who are struggling with with the disease, or even their families. There's yep. there's there's resources for them as well, and I think that's a that's a great thing that you guys do. And yep. where can you find more information about the Rays of Hope? Uh, you can go online. Um, Bay State Health Foundation has a link for Rays of Hope. They circulate a fantastic newsletter a couple times a year as well. But if you go online, you can get all the info you need. And, yeah, just to piggyback off what you're saying, the the programs and the access that they give to breast cancer survivors like myself. And, um, you know, I've taken advantage of the Cancer House of Hope. I've gone to those support groups, and they yeah. are absolutely incredible. But they can't continue without this kind of support and without fundraisers that Iron Duke is so, so amazing in, in putting on. Um Obviously, the the walk in October, which is going to be huge. It'll be our first time back in person in two years. So expecting everyone who's listening to uh, show up to that. So it's awesome. going to be awesome. All right. Well, th thank you so much for all the, the work that you do. And uh, again, uh, this Saturday, May 7th from 12 to 6 p.m., it's uh, Iron Duke Brewing, the Mother's Day celebration. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being with us this morning. We thanks appreciate for having it. us, guys. Yeah, thanks, sure. yeah. It's uh, 8.57 at Rock 102. I've struck gold. Grab the prize. Hit the jackpot. Ding, 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 ding. You're...